everybody, and welcome back to the Star Whores Podcast. The only podcast that shares a name with a Corellian strip club. My name is Sawyer, otherwise known as Sawyerism on TikTok and Instagram. And I'm Hannah, also known as Discount Bo-Katan on TikTok. And you might notice that I sound a little bit different, and that's why we're doing a special episode. Surprise! Um, yeah, I don't even know where to start. I mean, we we kind of let's let's just break it down for those of you who either haven't seen my latest TikTok uh, video or um, are just finding this on Spotify or YouTube. Um, I have been a TikTok creator uh, since May of 2020. Um, from the start, I, um, you know, I wasn't trying to get into Star Wars, but apparently that's the only people that I know how to attract. Um, and I made this Star Wars video where I did my rankings of the films and that did not go over well with the gatekeepers. So I decided I was gonna be British because um, I figured for some reason that that accent was going to um, help me protect my identity, like specifically, I mean, Kind of weird, you can make fun of me for it, whatever. Um, but I genuinely believed that that is what I needed to do to keep myself safe. And so for the past eight months or so, I have been British. And it wasn't until a couple of nights ago, I was getting ready, I was preparing for a podcast that both Hannah and myself did um, the other day on Darth Chaco's page, uh, the High Ground podcast. We were watching The Rise of Skywalker together. Um, and I had you know, gone to the bathroom. And when I looked at myself in the mirror, I realized that I just didn't feel like myself anymore in my content creation. And so I decided that it was finally time to shed that part of my TikTok persona um, and come forward with the fact that I am not uh, from across the pond. So here I am. <laughs> and it's, um, it's, I think it's honestly impressive, and so do um, a lot of the people who are in the comment section of that initial um, announcement video, um, because she's kept it up for anyone who's not aware. On other people's podcasts, on our podcast, she live streams like several times a week, never lets up with the British accent. It's only in like private voice channels with like, you know, some people that she has ever sort of let <laughs> let it drop and um when we when we had guests on the podcast <laughs> she just wouldn't turn on the british accent until we hit record um so it's a little bit of like i, I mean i think it's really impressive but it, it is a little bit of like an unconventional story but uh as like sort of funny as it is it does you know harken back to this really um important and prevalent issue in the star wars fandom which is you know, female creators feel unsafe in sharing their opinions because what sawyer you know got attacked for saying was that what was your like it was her star wars movie ranking and it, yeah. were they most yeah. mad that rise of skywalker was number one or that revenge of revenge of the sith was like number nine um i I don't even remember what my bottom was now that I'm thinking about it. And my ranking has definitely changed since then. But number one was Rise of Skywalker. And I think number nine or 10 was Revenge of the Sith. Um, I'm sorry, boys. I, I, I'm, I just, I don't know. I think, I really do think that film was for the boys. Like, I'm, I, I, th that, that's kind of the impression that I've gotten. 
um, over the past year or so. But um, that was that was my opinion at the time. And that was the first TikTok I made that took off, but it took off for all the wrong reasons. And that was my introduction to Star Wars gatekeeping. And boy, that was not the first and last of it for sure. I mean, um, so there I was in a position of sort of power because I did have a lot of big creators come out and, you know, in support of me. Um, but also, you know, without the power because that was my first experience with such public hate and I didn't know how to respond to it. I know so many female creators who have dealt with misogyny and, you know, repetitive hateful comments that have led to them just deleting their accounts. And I didn't want to do that. I thought I could, you know, make it in the community and so I didn't want to have to you know completely disregard you know everything but something within me said you know what you need to protect yourself just in case um and and right around that time that's when I started getting dick pics sent to me in my Instagram DMs I still get them sometimes um usually when I'm doing live streams um and as we're speaking I'm TikTok live right now so all my followers can enjoy this podcast um but you know I still um especially during my late night lives I will get dick pics in my DMs and that just kind of further solidified why I wanted to do this um so yeah, it was Hannah's idea um, to do this special episode with just the two of us, kind of to just go over it because she is also a woman in Star Wars TikTok creation and she deals with it every day too. So I think that we have been wanting to talk about this since we, you know, since the inception of Star Wars, but you know, last night was this pivotal moment of me realizing that I, finally feel like I could take back that part of my identity and, you know, get rid of this persona that I've had um, on TikTok for so long. Um, and it was just the perfect segue, I guess, into having this conversation um, on this podcast. And I think that something that you sort of glossed over in, in the last few minutes is a lot of the comments on her post were really vile they were threats of violence even jokingly that's kind of fucked up to see on your on your post um especially when you're brand new to TikTok. you had had tiktok for what like oh, two weeks at that point you'd only been making videos for a little while it was like one of the first star wars videos you put out and um just the comments they overflowed with like uh I, some of them were like prequel memes, like killer, killer now. Um, but then there was also like, wow, I, ge I genuinely wish I could hit you with my car. That kind of stuff. I, just what, you know, goes through people's minds that makes them think that it is okay for them to say something like that on an opinion that hurts absolutely no one. It genuinely, whether or not, she put Attack of the Clones at number two and people were like, this stupid bitch, I, Hold on, <laughs> hold on. It doesn't affect you. Um, let's uh, let's break that down. Um, and and it's it's just you know it was, it that is just the surface level of what the toxicity in this fandom is slash has become because there are people who have dedicated their content to, um, trying their very best to get people 
away from this line of thinking. Um, you know, Element 7, Darth Chaco, two of our dearest, dearest friends who are going to be on the podcast soon. Um, they, These two men have done, you know, extremely instrumental work in trying to get these fanboys. And yes, I did say fanboys because I have yet to receive a death threat or hate comment from a woman, literally, um, or an AFAB person in general. Um, and they've done great work in straying away from this line of like thinking oh i hate this thing and so i have to hate everyone who likes it it's such an interesting and unfortunate topic i think um and it hasn't for all that has gotten better it's gotten worse too um and you know i think hannah and i can both agree you know a lot of times when we speak out about it on our pages we get met with people going well not all men or I've never seen any hate comments. Well, number one, yeah, it's probably because I either like blocked the person or deleted the comment because it was offensive or you just aren't looking and you can't, you can't speak from a place of experience. If you're not a man or if you are a man rather, you're not gonna understand what he's saying, what seeing woman moment or get back in the kitchen or, you know, okay, dishwasher does. And those are the mild ones. Like, okay, dishwasher pats, so much less of a punch than they think when you've seen it a few times. But like, there are, there is a line that people like to cross and like to get very close to crossing and see it like, oh, are you going to cry about this? How about if I tell you that I'm going to find you and shoot you? Will you cry about it? Like, why would you comment that in the first place? I think that the problem mayhaps is with you. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. And yeah, we can say fragile masculinity and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, <laughs> that's just being an asshole on the internet. And yeah, there is a lot of it. Even Hannah and I have disagreements about this sometimes on how to handle it. She maybe goes for a more aggressive approach and I tend to try to give people the benefit of the doubt more often than not. Um, but, you know, and it, there are people, as much as there are people trying their best to get away from this line of thinking and trying to encourage their followers to stop being assholes to people who disagree with them, there are other creators on this platform and on other platforms that are doing the exact opposite. Of course, the first one that comes to mind is Star Wars Theory, who I just made a video about because I've been lurking. Woo! I got you guys, don't worry. <laughs> I've been lurking um, on his private Discord server for the past couple of days. Um, someone kind of snuck me in there. And it's just been appalling to see that these men, and yes, I had there's like three women in that server, one of them being the only admin who just lets these dudes do this. They just, they hate on women and Kathleen Kennedy. Oh my God, the Kathleen Kennedy hate. like. Can we talk about that for a second? That's, um, scapegoat, scapegoat, scapegoat is the only thing that I can think of. And I know that I sound just dumb like them repeating a buzzword. Here's the thing, though. I don't think people who hate on Kathleen Kennedy understand what an executive producer is, does, what a president of the company has to do with, like, the production of a movie. Here's the thing. She hires the screenwriters and the directors and, you know, green lights things. And that's about it. In fact, I'm critical of Kathleen Kennedy because I don't think she's hired enough women. <laughs> like she hires 
almost for the Star Wars main main movies, you know, feature films, um, uh, you know, up until this like new upcoming project that has a female director, it has been exclusively white dudes. Um, which, you know, I mean, if those are the most qualified people for the job, then fine, which, you know, oftentimes they are because generally in the film industry, women are not given a chance to become qualified for that job. But I I think that, you know, she could be doing more. Um, but no, I mean, like she basically made some safe picks on who should like be writing and directing Star Wars. It, it was very low risk, and yet somehow any decision that J.J. Abrams makes, it just it falls back on Kathleen Kennedy for some reason. Um, and, and he's not perfect, and neither is Ryan Johnson. Um, I mean, I think that he, John, uh, Ryan has definitely proven himself outside of Star Wars. Um, Knives Out is a phenomenal film. I haven't seen it, but I don't know a single person who didn't like it. Um, and it got a ton of accolades. Um, but anyway... Um, then we get into things like the Mandalorian which is Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau and these people are all about that because they've decided that in their little headcanon Kathleen Kennedy has nothing to do with those things which isn't true she had just as much to do with the Mandalorian as she has had to do with the sequel films and Solo and Rogue One and so there are these people out there like Star Wars Theory and Mike Zero who are feeding their fans this information that that's not what's going on she's making all the creative decisions and blah 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 blah. and they just eat that shit up and they just you know accept it to be true even though it's not and that's just ugh, it's just such a toxic way of thinking and there's these people what i've noticed especially being in that server they're not willing to listen they don't want to listen and that's a huge problem because you can sit there and tell them all day long that she is just doing her job which is nothing to do with creative control and they won't listen something that i you know a conversation i had with a couple people the other day was well she's not a very six she's a she's the most unsuccessful um executive or movie executive and like at least she has like three movies in the top 40 grossing movies of all time like what do you mean no i think more than that because she you know lucasfilm was not the beginning of her being like an executive producer so i i don't even know what she's worked on aside from that but all three sequel films made a ton of money well she's she was really successful before star wars and these men that i was talking to were saying well she was successful before but then she made star wars she doesn't understand star wars and she's the least successful executive producer star wars has ever seen and yet the top three grossing films of all of star wars are the sequels so yeah i'm like, what I'm, is like the definition of success they didn't she didn't please you like and, and, and from and, Disney's perspective, she's going nowhere because she, you know, she, you, you guys all talking about her creates buzz for the company, if I'm being completely honest. And um, the they, things that you enjoy wouldn't be there without her. She is the reason the Mandalorian exists. She is the reason we got a season seven of the Clone Wars, why she wants to bring the old Republic into canon. That was Kathleen Kennedy. Don't you dare tell me for a single second that she was pushed into doing that. No, from the beginning, she's wanted, wanted to make the Old Republic stories canon, and they're actively working on it. If you've paid attention to the books and comics that have casually mentioned the Old Republic. Uh, so I, I, what do you want? You just want to make fun of this woman because she's a woman? Like, 
God. Yeah, I. they're looking for somebody to blame. They can blame... Here's the thing, yeah. It's interesting because you see an equivalent amount of blame on the last... Uh, on Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy. I would say slightly more on Kathleen Kennedy, but there's a lot of blame on Ryan Johnson for any problems that they might possibly have. When they had, like... Um, those posts, those YouTube videos that were like, the Mandalorian is an SJW thing now that there's a girl shock trooper. Um, when Cara Dune first came out, spoiler alert, they changed their tune on that real fucking quick as soon as she got transphobic. Um, but, uh, it, like, they would put on the, on the thumbnails Ryan Johnson's face for some reason. Like, he, he was also one of, like, the emblems, emblems of everything they hated about Star Wars, um, for, for I, I guess, just because they didn't like The Last Jedi, because they ruined Luke for them. I'd, but but not for some reason, it really has not, like, the same level of hate has, and disdain has not gone to J.J. Um, Abrams for some reason. I don't know why, because they all hated Rise of Skywalker. Like, why why do you like switch up your energy so frequently it's because of kathleen kennedy of course i mean it's just it, it's not unfortunately something that i see getting any better anytime soon but if we have all of these thousands and thousands possibly millions of fanboys specifically targeting the one woman who is at the head of these films and uh, mo uh television programs um, of course, that's going to translate into the fandom itself. And as long as we continue to allow that, it's going to be so much easier for these guys to come and attack us. Um, and that's why we're having this discussion. Hell, that's why I make the kind of content that I do. You know, when I started getting into lore, it was because my uh, TikToks weren't doing as well. And it was Hannah's suggestion that I take that approach. Um, and I wasn't sure that I could do it because there aren't you know, I can name one other female lore expert in the fandom. I might be wrong. I'm sure there's others, but that's the problem. I can name a handful of men in the lore community, and that's, you know, what ultimately motivated me to keep going and to acquire as much information about Star Wars canon and legends that I possibly could, because I won't stop until it's normal, until I, myself, am taken seriously as a lore expert and that has not been easy. I can't make a single video even when I have all my facts in a row and I know for a hundred percent that what I'm saying is true. I can't make a single post without countless men either trying to correct me, telling me my sources are invalid, or tagging my friends because they make lore content and they're dudes. So I mean, I don't know about that claim, Sawyer. Hey, Element 7, is that true? <laughs> like, yeah, every single time. Shaylee and Sawyer. And Chaco says Shaylee is the best. What am I? Chop liver? See, look at this discrimination. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, that. Th this is... Unfortunately, this is just the tip of the iceberg um, in terms of us having this conversation. And quite frankly men need to be having this conversation because we can sit here and tell you you know recount every single time that a guy has invalidated us in this fandom if you're a dude 
there's a high chance you're not going to listen because you haven't been there. You haven't experienced it. And I know, you know, a fraction of the fandom consists of men who understand that we are just treated as lesser because we're women. And, you know, there should have been no reason for me to feel like I had to hide behind an accent. But unfortunately, just the nature of me being a woman was, you know, scary. Like, and I hope, you know, yeah, I'm not the biggest creator on the platform, nor will I ever be. Um, and there is, you know, Shayla Wren, who is, you know, the predominant lore expert, uh, female lore expert. Um, but yeah, I do hope to get to that level because, you know, I've already gotten this far and I want to be a contributor in this, you know, establishing the fact that Star Wars women are literally carrying this fandom. I don't care what you say. I don't care what your opinion is. It's true. Um, but we know what we're talking about. Literally, it pisses me off to no end when people question me and Shaylee. We are both, like, very close to getting our degrees in STEM. We're not stupid. Um, and I'm not nice. So um, I don't know. I'm sure that people watching this are aware of the recent beef between um, some of the best dudes on this platform and a, a fellow by the name of Blackbird451. Um, but I don't, I'm not going to be nice, you know? Like, Chaco is the most genuinely kind human being on the planet. And he could just sit there and take all this bullshit that he was receiving. I'm not going to do that. And Hannah's not going to, no, Hannah's not going to do that. <laughs> like, the sooner you learn not to mess with us, the better. Because um, I, don't, I don't deal with my intelligence being questioned. Um, and, and I won't. <laughs> um, but I mean, on the on the topic of that, though, th the reason <laughs> we're not saying we know so much about Star Wars because we're just better than you or anything like that. Literally everything you could want to learn, it's out there. Google it. In fact, the reason that we, we act as though like the people who sort of follow everything that, for example, Star Wars theory says are, are so goofy is because you are perfectly capable of doing your own research. I'm going to say this to Star Wars Theory fans and to fans of similar YouTubers. Screen Rant is not a reliable source. Please do your own research. If you're a fan of Star Wars Theory, that doesn't make you a bad person, I don't think. I think that um, you just simply could benefit from getting your information from reliable sources, not solely editorials, not you know, sources with an obvious slant one way or the other. Again, screen rant. It's usually not unbiased. Um, not. And just, like, do your research, do your homework. At the very please. least, watch multiple videos on it. Because I guarantee you, if Star Wars Theories made a video about something, Element 7 has probably made, like, five. Um, and not only that, but, like, the TikTok lore creators tend to cite their sources and if they don't you can ask them in the comments and we will tell you where we got that information because we're not phonies but more than that it's like you know there so long as we continue to just let people 
you know, throw information at us, we're never going to change anything about the way we think because we're just gonna, you know, it's kind of a lazy way to go about life. Oh, well, you know, he said this. So I, that's the same thing as, well, I heard it on the internet. So it must be true. Why would a YouTuber go and say sensationalist things that simply weren't true for clicks? I won't stand for it. <laughs> well, of course they're going to sensationalize everything. That's how they make money. Don't you understand that? They're entertainers. They're entertainers. They're not news sources. Anyone who is on YouTube is not always going to be there to disseminate the most you know, truthful information, they're going to disseminate the information and set up the inter information in such a way that will make them money. And I would hope, you know, and I would hope, like, I again, like, I want to reiterate what Hannah said, you're not a bad person necessarily if you like Star Wars theory. You are a bad person if you take everything he says, literally, and, you know, take- Use it against people. And use it against people. You can't, you know, he is famous for saying he's never met anyone who liked The Last Jedi, which just simply isn't true. But what his fans have done with that information is decided that if you like The Last Jedi, you're not a real fan. And that's the problem that I have with him and some of the other YouTube creators, because that is literally creating a space for hate. And, you know, if you're specifically looking for lore, maybe don't watch those guys because they are youtubers they are doing it to be entertaining and him in specific you know i i don't watch all of his videos but the ones that i have seen have been largely speculative and people take everything he says you know the the one that comes to mind was titled like luke skywalker the mandalorian starforge which is a string of words that in some ways have nothing to do with each other yeah luke is at the end of the mandalorian um, but the Star Wars <laughs> is something from the Old Republic, which we don't know exactly what about it is canon yet. And in the video, in this video, he details the history of the Star Forge and states that it got destroyed and fell onto Rakata Prime. And, you know, it's just in ruins there by the end of what we know about the Star Forge. And then he turns around and says, Oh, but Luke has it in the Mandalorian. Look at this shot. Like, what? It doesn't even make any sense at that point. And thankfully, a couple of comments on that video were like, dude, this is a stretch. But for the most part, people were believing it. And it's not... And, this and that's a harmless piece of misinformation. Imagine what people will take and run with when it's something that they can actually use to discredit the voices of marginalized groups within your fandom. And I mean, oh my god, someone just mentioned Grey Jedi. I don't even get me started on the Grey and the Dark Jedi because... No. They're cool. They're cool. No, they're cool. They're just dudes that somehow in concept, the dark side when they want. Like In no, concept, like, they're cool. Um, But, you know, you gotta sort of <laughs> do your own thinking on that. Do some critical thinking about what we know about the light and dark side. And we're going to talk, I don't want to spoil too much about that kind of thing because we're going to talk to um, Chaco and Element about that on here soon. Yeah. But um, um, do they even know it that? Just, do they know that they're doing um, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think I told them. Yeah, when you were not in the VC the other night. Oh, okay. Yeah, when you left. Um, um, anyway, um, but uh, I basically, um, 
this podcast episode wasn't even about like misinformation but the point of me bringing it up and bringing star wars theory up like specifically um is just that these you know people who spread the false information similarly you know people who say that the sequels are getting retconned and stuff like that no but these they have created these spaces for people to be toxic in the fandom not just to women but a lot of times to women specifically because of the Kathleen Kennedy hate, because of the Ray hate, because of the Rose Tico hate. That has created this world that they have decided we live in where they can just call out women in the Star Wars fandom for being soft or we just liked the sequels or we only watched The Force Awakens and fell in love with Adam Driver and that's why we call ourselves Star Wars fans. First of all, no. Second of all, so what? I don't like men. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you know, so what? What if what if you did? What if the only reason you liked Star Wars was because you thought Adam Driver was hot? Fine, you like Star Wars, you're a fan. And it's really saddens me that that seems so blatantly obvious to me, but we've gotten to a point where so many people, you know, I, I want to think that it's a loud minority, but I don't know that that's true necessarily because it's so present everywhere. And especially now that I'm engaging more with these people, especially now that I've been making Legends content, a large majority of my followers are dudes who followed me because they think I'm a pretty girl with taste they don't even you know they don't know that i like the sequels they don't even know that i liked the sequels first and now i'm in the old republic like and if they did find that out the sad truth of it is i would be canceled to them because all of a sudden i like the sequels i'm not a fan if you like star wars you don't like star wars what does that mean <laughs> Um, and, and even just, even just saying, you know, I like all of Star Wars, which is true. I don't like answering the question, what's my favorite? Because it's what got me into trouble with the fandom in the first place. It's the reason that I hid behind an accent for so long. I, my answer to that now is that I like all of Star Wars because you, picking favorites has become a weapon and I don't see any reason to hate i just don't that's the exact opposite of what star wars is about first of all um and second of all i'm not you know yeah, all you I want have... is for me to hate but i won't i yeah we all have our preferences but there's nothing in star wars that i hate and i want everyone to really think about that and like wonder why they might be wasting their energy on hating things um when the fandom you know something that i've always persisted is the best thing about this fandom is that everyone is able to take something different away from these stories and that becomes invalid when you get all these toxic dudes saying that you know if you're a woman you can't like star wars if you're a woman you just like star wars for the sequels which aren't real star wars if you like anything that disney has made you're a kathleen kennedy simp and she shouldn't be the hell except the mandalorian of course which is why nothing to do with the mandalorian remember <sighs> anyway it seems like an argument we shouldn't have, and yet it's a problem that has literally caused me 
to be someone I wasn't or to pretend to be someone I'm not because I felt like that was the only way that I could be valued in this community and that is a problem. Yeah and I mean Sawyer has expressed to me numerous times I've told her like she made like a a video about like her favorite um, kisses in Star Wars or something and I know damn well her favorite kiss in Star Wars is the one at the end of Rise of Skywalker between Ben and Rey. Um, but she, she didn't even, like, it was, like, three, two, one, and her, her three and two were, I, I forget what three was, uh, oh, Revit and Bastila, um, and then two was Han and Leia, and then one was a joke, which it was Sice Noodles and Zero the Hut, um, but I was, like, like, you know damn well that, like, that is your number one, and the, the reason, you you told me this, the reason you didn't put it up there is because, well, I don't want them to know that I ship Raylo. I don't want them to know that I like the sequels, that I love the sequels, that that's my favorite Star Wars movie, because then they're going to turn on me. And it's like, my God, it's not her fault for not doing that. Like, we, you know, TikTok is so volatile that you got to do what you got to do to remain relevant at times. But at the same time, it's just so... (laughs) fucked up that we have this mentality where it's like I pigeonholed myself in the absolute opposite opposite camp and yet I also am like hesitant to say that I like Raylo because I I found myself um actually being posted about um (laughs) somebody's I I had like stumbled upon a video that was like Raylo was terrible and the sequels shouldn't have been made um from like a queer lens from not like a like a star wars theory lens from more like a i don't know this is straight people bullshit lens and i came in and i was like i saw that the person the the poster was defending anakin and padme's relationship and i was like well hold on you know one is definitely more toxic here than the other anakin and padme were married when he choked her into unconsciousness in fact she was pregnant when ray and kylo yes they hurt each other at times they weren't in a relationship when that happened i don't think it's as bad and she like had no patience for it went and immediately made a video about like i guess she was looking for like something to tear me down based off of and because i got the nice little rainbow flag in my bio i guess that was the extent of her research and she was like oh i can't say it's straight people bullshit and she went and made a video where it was like if you happen to be a queer person who ships raylo we don't want you the gays don't want you you're straight now like yeah gatekeeping sexuality i guess um based off of star wars opinions which i think is equally as bad sorry um yeah i just it's it's there's a lot of it and it's all over the place um and i i think you know some of it comes from if you ship this then you are this type of person or if you have this opinion on this movie then you're this type of person and it's like why 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 do you care so much what i enjoy i've i've like i've pitted myself firmly into queer star wars because i have made all these posts about how i think luke is absolutely one million percent gay um and yet you know still even with this like the community that i would anticipate to be more accepting of like (laughs) other people's you know, views and such, you, you can't win. It's just, yes, the, the main perpetrators are like the fanboys. Um, but 
the whole thing is rife with toxicity. And maybe that's just like contemporary culture. Maybe that's just like the internet as a whole. But you have to like watch your steps very carefully and not share like everything that is true to you when you're a Star Wars content creator sometimes. And it's, you know, it's just, it's kind of bullshit. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I have not been subject to that kind of stuff because I don't do a lot of that. I did do a Luke is gay thing, like very brief mention of that once and like every single comment that I got uh, on that video, even though it was not really about that, was Luke's not gay, Luke's not gay, Luke's not gay. And you know what? Maybe he's not, but we don't know for certain. And you can't, you know, people bring up this, oh, well, he had Mara Jade. Mara Jade's not canon. She never was canon. So if I want to think he's gay or bisexual or whatever, I I can do that. It's not hurting you. Woo! Jesus. Um, but, you know, so like, what? what? You know, you're going to be mad that I said... I stated my opinion. That's what this has become. And to be honest, it's the same level of like, it it is the homophobia and like the the sexism when you say that, um, you know, Sawyer only posted about it once. The first time I posted about it, I think it was, I, I was just like, somebody said, I don't remember what the comment what the video was on the comment. I think it it had nothing to do with queerness, but somebody took it upon themselves to comment LGBTs don't belong in Star Wars. So I responded in like saying, um, so actually here are, here's everything that's super gay about Star Wars. And I listed all the characters that to me are very obviously queer coded. Um, And then, you know, Luke was just like an offhand mention in there. I mostly, I was like, Captain Phasma is gay coded. And you know, there's not, there's nothing discreet about it. Um, And uh, you know, people, took to commenting immediately they, they picked out luke and they were like how do you know luke is gay i swear to god all gays share one brain cell was like a comment that i got it, yeah it was just like right out the gate it was like i didn't elaborate on any of it true but like you didn't wait for me to elaborate on it either it, it was just so like you were looking for a reason to be hateful and you found it through this avenue of, you know, your nerdy interest, which you feel like you know more about than anyone else. And that is how you exercise your homophobia and your sexism and your racism, whatever. You, for some reason, people feel the need. To, they feel as though Star Wars, since it's a community that has been for many years dominated by white men, straight white men, they feel that that is the safe place and the safe avenue to stick it to these minorities that they don't like. And it's just exhausting. I like, you know, I'll be snappy back in the comments every once in a while. I I, I tried to stop doing that because I was like, I'm just being mean one, uh, even even if you might deserve it. I don't want to just, just be mean. And two, if I'm going to reply to every comment, I'm not going to have any time to do anything else. To every hate comment, I I I would be overwhelmed. <laughs> so it's just like at a certain point, and I'm lucky that I'm the kind of person who, you know, is very able to let these things roll off of my back. Um, you know, not everyone is like that. Not everyone is willing to, I, I leave the hate comments up. Um, I'm like, uh, I'm not going to go through and delete these. I'm not going to pay them really any attention. Some people, you know, it's not a bad thing to not have thick skin. It is just who you are as a person. And, you know, some people can't handle that. Some people get bullied off of 
TikTok, as Sawyer mentioned, some people, you know, that, that line of thinking gets them, like, out of the Star Wars fandom and gets them, you know, that becomes, well, you're weak and you shouldn't take everything seriously. And it was a joke and blah, blah, blah. And that is just continued misogyny. Like, why is it that I'm weak? Why am I, why am I weak if I block like a homophobe who's not listening to any, anything that I'm going to say and is like clogging up my notifications? Why is that you thinking that you won? No, it's me being bored of you. Like, it's it's all i mean really this whole topic as as important as it is it's also stupid because to me it's clear that we should not be you know at such a low level of respect in 2021 especially after the year we've had like don't aren't you sick of being hateful like i don't understand and what is so wrong about the idea of a woman knowing more about star wars than you do Oh no, that's a threat. That is a threat. <laughs> Some people associate their their masculinity to their ability to dominate geeky spaces because of you know the very reason that I said that those are considered male interests. That's I saw a video once saying that like female culture is and I don't know it was like some like millennial feminist graphics that they got off of Pinterest and then male culture is and it was like Star Wars <laughs> and I, I was like. Why do you think that that is, I, it's frustrating. I think the reason that people have that perception of, you know, Star Wars being a male interest is because, um, I mean, back in the day, in the 70s, women, you know, were not only less welcome in those, like, science fiction spaces, but also judged by other women more, I think, for doing that kind of thing. Um and like, if you were a nerdy girl, you know, then you know you're unlayable or whatever. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, the 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 sole cause of that mentality is it does not exclusively fall on men. There are women who have, you know, historically judged other women for being themselves, and so we try to fit this mold. But I mean, it's 2021. Can we let these mentalities go? I understand that they're deeply rooted, but let's let's start fresh. Let's not comment, shut up, Karen, every time I complain about somebody like gatekeeping the Star Wars fandom. Let's sort of take a step back, assess who we are as human beings for a second, and then try to move forward and maybe be a little bit more decent to one another very least think about why you're saying these things because something i've noticed um with the conversations i've been having lately is when you get these guys alone they're half as hateful because a crowd is much louder than a single voice and that is so true even on the internet and i think that's why i'm a little more lenient with trolls than say hannah because i do know you know i that a lot of guys just do it to sound annoying like they enjoy that um but you know they don't like getting called out and sometimes they're really defensive about it but in other times they've been super duper like nice to me when i go as far as to dm them and be like whoa dude what are you doing and that is not something that I can or anyone else can do all of the time. It's just something that I've noticed, you know, I, I think 
And it just comes back to the people that are perpetuating this behavior. Because if we have more people calling it out and more people reaching out to these people and saying, hey, dude, it is not cool to be a misogynist in 2021, maybe more people would start to like, I don't know, not do that. But we have these people who are still, you know, either encouraging directly or just, you know, being a bystander um, in these communities and I don't see any way how we're going to improve if we don't, you know, continue to talk about it as much as possible. Because um, at the same time, though, at the same time, though, that responsibility does not always fall to the person who is getting hated on. You do not have an obligation to do this. Do this if you can, if you have like the emotional bandwidth to do it. Uh, if you have the patience, oftentimes I don't. Um, oftentimes I would rather I have much better things to do than entertain, you know, this little troll. But sometimes if you see like a little spark of hope, if you see some reason, if you see that they're actually, you know, being rational when you message, when you comment in response to them and they're not being like, shut up, bitch, then maybe it might be worth your time. However, if you try to, you know, change the mind of every person who ever leaves a hate comment on your page, you're going to be a very miserable person. I mean, you can't change their mind. You can't. That's You can't change a person. I just think, you know, I just mean to say that some of these people are just following a crowd, which is all the more reason that we're having this discussion. It's all the more reason that myself and other creators are doing their best to call it out when we see it. Um, but ultimately, you're the only one who can change your mind. And I highly doubt that a lot of the people that we're talking about right now are going to watch this episode. And if they do, they're probably not going to take anything away from it. Um, but if you are, I, I just encourage you to ask yourself, or what are you gaining from being hateful? You know, something that I noticed in one of these hateful servers uh, yesterday, I think it was, was all they were doing was saying terrible things about the Star Wars sequels and about Disney and Kathleen Kennedy and all of these things they didn't like. And I left the conversation and I came back a few hours later and they were still going on about it. And I said, guys, what? why are you back on this? And they said, well, we don't really have anything else to talk about. Doesn't that get boring? Like it has to get boring and tiresome if all you're doing is hating people all day. And how narrow of, like, a view of Star Wars is that? Like, how lackluster is your experience of this incredibly rich franchise if all you can talk about is the politics of, like, who is the executive producer? Talk about something actually interesting. There is there is so much more you could be diving into. There are so many theories that you could be you know, digging your, your nails into. You could be, I don't know, talking about literally any of the things that Sawyer talks about on her channel. There's so much to be had there. And yet, because it's quick and easy to leap on a bandwagon, watch one Star Wars theory video, and start hating on Kathleen Kennedy because of it, that's what the conversation has become inherently. And that's just such... I'm sick and tired. I, I've said this before. I am absolutely sick of this hyper-critical, nitpicking lens view of Star Wars. Enjoy the damn movie. Stop looking for things that you want to hate about it your first time through. Stop, like, assessing it from, well, is this, is this art 
good? Is it good? It's either bad or it's good. Art is nuanced. No art is necessarily inherently bad art because art is subjective. You're allowed to have negative opinions of things, but my goodness, make sure that those are your opinions and that those are things that you actually got out of your experience of the media that you are consuming. And by media, I mean the TV show or movie and not the media that you go to on YouTube to, to have someone tell you what to think about it. I just... I think that we get nowhere with confirmation bias echo chamber types situations where oh, yeah. you maybe didn't love The Last Jedi coming out of the theater and then you saw like a clickbaity YouTube video about why The Last Jedi was horrible and you're like, eh, I didn't like it that much. And then you click on it and suddenly you, you're armed with all these reasons to like viciously attack anyone who has ever liked the movie. It's like, go back to your reasonable self. You are not immune to propaganda. Get out of the group think. And I know that you're a decent human being. You just gotta act like it. Yeah, absolutely. I have someone in the live saying, bruh, Star Wars theory very rarely even mentions the sequels. Well, he doesn't mention them, first of all, because he doesn't like them. But what I'm talking about here is the fact that he perpetuates his fans being hateful to people who do like the sequels. Um, and I have evidence of this, you know, like I'm literally in his private YouTube Discord server and I've seen it. He is in the server, he only has one admin and he does not stop the hatred and the people saying you're not a real fan if you like the sequels. He allows that to continue because he has no, he sees no issue with it and that is a problem. Um, and that's really all I have to say about that. You can still like Star Wars Theory. We said from the beginning of this conversation that you can like him and not be a bad person, but he does do things that perpetuate a lot of toxicity in this fandom. And that's a large part of why we're having this discussion because those are the people that made me feel like I had to be British on the internet. Sounds stupid to you, but that was what I needed to do to feel safe. And I will acknowledge that, you know, Star Wars Fury fa Theory fans is like a convenient category for us to talk about a specific type of person. That's not a catch-all statement. Yeah, again, hashtag not all Star Wars Theory fans. Hashtag also people who are not Star Wars Theory fans kind of suck a lot of the time too. Um, but like, I guess it's just the <laughs> the vibes, the... Um, you know, the the environment that is created by that sort of like base for those videos and those people who are interested in watching him rip Kathleen Kennedy a new one every other week um, is just sort of like, it's, it's more or less that sums up the problems that we have with the Star Wars fandom. And those are the sorts of people, you, you know, who may or may want not watch his videos who make this place, this community, a really shitty place to be when <laughs> when you're a girl who has a, like opinions that are not the ones that have been deemed as as um, popular or acceptable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and really, like I think not having a plan for this episode led us into territory that we've been meaning to cover, just haven't had the right opportunity to I guess and that's why again it's why we ended up going with this unconventional style um episode today um just based on me having my realization this week that I 
no longer felt a need nor wanted to hide behind that version of my identity. Um, but more than anything, this is more of a, you know, I, 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 I like even hesitate to call this a podcast episode because really this was just kind of especially with the live stream this has been an open forum to discuss this issue um and hopefully those who have been watching live um and who will watch this on saturday when we post it um will take something away from it because you know the star wars fandom is so great there are so many phenomenal things about it through TikTok, I've made some of the best friends I've ever had, but there's also a shit ton of toxicity and a shit ton of hate towards women specifically, and that needs to be addressed. This is not going to be the first time we talk about it on this channel, uh, because it's not just going to magically go away with us having this conversation. It's not going to magically go away until people actually wake up and realize that what they're saying to us is harmful. Uh, but all the same, this was definitely the right time to come forward and discuss this, um, and also just explain to you guys why I sound different. Um, because I will, the next episode that we post after this Saturday, um, we did record before I made this decision. I will be British and will revert back to that. Uh, but going forward, it's going to be me as, you know, if you don't like it, that's fine. But it's just going to be me <laughs> in every sense of the word. And now you guys get to play the fun game that I've been playing, which is like listening to Sawyer who I know to be an American because I've known her since I was seven years old and she definitely never lived in England. Um, do just be an American doing this British accent the whole time. Um, so yeah, I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed this, this sort of vent session. We've tried to convey our opinion on um, like toxicity within the fandom, why Sawyer made this decision for her. Yeah. Well, yeah, our, 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 our opinions and our experiences on this. Um, obviously, our experiences and our opinions are not everyone's experiences and opinions. Even people who, you know, share some of these same thoughts are not going to agree with everything we've said here. And that's completely fine. We don't, um, you know, pretend to speak for everyone here. Um, we don't pretend to speak for all female Star Wars fans. There are some female Star Wars fans who have had wildly different experiences than us. But at the same time, you know, <laughs> it needed to be said. Thank you guys so much if you've listened this far. Um, especially, you know, shout out to if you're a guy who has listened this far and who has been willing to hear us vent and kind of trash dudes, um, trash male Star Wars fans for a while here. We don't, like, mean it in a malicious intent. We, we're not trying to be all, kill all men here. We're trying to be, like, stop bullying us out of the Star Wars fandom. Um, and, you know, if you've lasted this long, my guess is that you are not that person, but I hope that you can take what we've told you here and maybe reach out to someone who is that person who does have that view and, um, I don't know, use our experiences for good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, thank you for tuning in to the six, four of you, however many um, did stick around for this. Um, I really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone who is listening on Saturday, whether that be on Spotify or YouTube. Um, and thank you for understanding that uh, I have maybe been living a lie for a little bit, um, hopefully a relatively harmless one. But um, I hope that you will continue to support us and stick around because uh, we're still going to be making great content. We are still going to be posting once a week. 
um, having great uh, guest stars and um, yeah make about. sure you stick around next week because that, it's one of my favorite episodes that we've done so far the episode on Galaxy's Edge Galaxy's spoiler Edge. alert we love it um, <laughs> yeah no absolutely um, but uh, with that note uh, we're going to end this here uh, thank you once again for listening um, wherever that may be and stick around uh, for next week where my last British content ever will be posted um and uh yeah may the force be with you may the force be with you <laughs>